0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Talk Spicy. I'm Coach Gene Clemens. Thank you for joining me wherever you're joining me. Rate the show, comment, agree, disagree, but whatever you do, keep it spicy. Five-star ratings are appreciated for joining me on the YouTube channel. Make sure you like, make sure you subscribe. We're trying to get to that that, that coveted 3000, you know. <laughs> um, we're, we're progressing along. We appreciate all of you coming along for the ride over this last almost year that we've been doing this um, if you're following on Facebook we appreciate if you like the page um, if you're following on Twitter you've probably been 10 toes down from the beginning since I started doing this thing congratulations is in order to the Los Angeles Rams they were able to win the Super Bowl last night. Um, I don't want to spend too much time on the Super Bowl because it was kind of meh um, of as a game. When you consider the fact that it was supposed to be a showcase of two offensive innovators, two uh, what what people told us were offensive innovators anyway, two young you know minds in the game that's supposed to be the new the new wave. Another coach is about to get hired off of the quote-unquote McVay tree, which is actually really the Shanahan tree, so I don't really know how that works, but okay. Um, so another guy is about to get hired. Who will undoubtedly come run this same type of offense that'll look good at times and put up monumental numbers, but isn't consistent, and at the base of it is just the same old you know, Shanahan offense that we've seen forever, that when you don't have the proper talent to be able to go into it, it's not going to be good. There was no innovation last night. There was no, Oh my gosh, look what they did. This came down to the defensive coordinators. They were the stars. And um, as such, I just want to take this time to applaud Raheem Morris, defensive coordinator of the Rams, who I don't believe, um, received any head coach consideration from anybody? Even though he is actually the most out of all of those people not named Lovey Smith and 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 um oh gosh, what's his name? It just got hired in Jacksonville. The head coach just got hired in Jacksonville. It'll come back to me. But outside of those two coaches, he has the most head coaching experience. He has the most football experience the most diverse football experience of anybody including those two head coaches he's been on the offensive side he's been on the defensive side if anybody was ever the type of like person the type of coach that you want to have as a head coach Raheem Morris is him the man has been a receivers coach in the NFL he's been a DBs coach in the NFL he's been a defensive coordinator He's been a head coach, and he's been a successful head coach in the NFL. Still young, but no, no love. Yet we watch these two offensive innovators that come off the same tree. Um, Zach Taylor was weaned off the tip of, of, of Sean McVay, right? And yet... No offensive innovation. There hasn't been any offensive innovation um, in Cincinnati the entire um, the entire playoff run. They haven't been able to get it done in the red zone. I've talked about it at nauseum. There's been no offensive innovation really with the with the LA Rams. There's just been better players. And when one player went down, Odell Beckham, who was eating, and they were able to shut down the run game, it became a mad dash. Of mediocrity until the last drive where Stafford just said, Well, screw it. I'll just throw it to Cooper Cup every single time. And either he's gonna catch it or they're gonna call a penalty. Which is what happened, and they won the game. So shout out to them. Um and shout out to Raheem Morris, who is the real star, the real MVP of that game in my mind. Um, it is also, you know, Valentine's Day and Hence, I'm rocking my, you know, my red red vest, with the red tie, and the pink shirt. Got a, got some little light case switches on, with the with the pink, you know, do a little something for the day. Um, before you ask, if anyone was gonna ask, I don't have a Valentine. I don't feel the need to. I don't feel the need to harbor a Valentine. Um. And a good friend, uh, well, not a good friend, I shouldn't say that, but somebody that I know, someone gave me a really cool thing. Um, they're from Bulgaria, and they said in their country, they didn't celebrate Valentine's Day on this day, they celebrated wine. And so I think I'm going to, you know, do that. I'm going to turn this into Wine Day. And it's celebrate some wine. So I'm going to be picking out some some good selections. And... um you know, partaking in that over over the evening, maybe with some company in tow. You never know. I you know, I actually like Valentine's Day. It's, it's one of the things I love, not because of the commercialization of it, but because of the idea that it, it's it's hope for for so many people. It's hope for so many couples. Like this is the opportunity. If you have a new relationship, this is the first opportunity to show yo this is someone i rock with because if you're if you're with someone on valentine's day then that usually signals that that's a person that you really want to be with and that you want to be seen with so that's that's something that's great right if you're someone who has been in a relationship for a long time and maybe it's getting stale or maybe it's just you've had some rocky months Valentine's Day is a great opportunity to jumpstart everything. If you're not in a relationship, Valentine's Day can be annoying. I know. But if you're not in a relationship, Valentine's Day becomes a day that, that you can look. And if you still look at things with a positive attitude, you can like look at the future and go, you know, it's possible. I see all this love out here. I could have that same type of love. And so, you know, whatever, whichever place you fall when it comes to Valentine's Day, I hope that you have somebody or something or that, that you love. You know, because we, we focus so much on the things that we hate all the time. Um, I know that I do. Because in the nature of this business, the things that we look for are the things that really kind of irk us those are usually the topics that most people are interested in all of the things that we like i came on here and talked about you know um talked about mma i love mma not a lot of people listen i come on here and talk about things i don't like guess what many of you listen and so as a um as that, as that goes, really understanding that we, we know how to kind of move accordingly. And so I'll, I'll say... So I'll say you know, the thing that I don't like or the thing that I hate, I, I really do. I don't hate, hate anything, but well, I don't hate, hate a lot of things, but the thing that I hate is these postseason awards and what's happened to our postseason awards. There was there was a time, I don't know if any of you remember it, but there was a time where after a season was over with, you would look for the team that was selected. You know, the all the all city, the all region, the all county, the all district, the all state, the all American. You would look for that team. And whatever the starting people were in that team, that is who you would see get awards. The, so in football, it would be the 11 people. In basketball, it would be the five people. In baseball, the nine, you get what I'm saying, right? And so in that team, if you were selected for that team, whether it was first team or second team or third team, you felt like you really did something. And no, there was no more exclusive team to make. There was no more exclusive team to make than the all, I'm sorry, than a basketball team. Like if you made a postseason basketball team, whether it was first team, second team, or third team. It didn't matter. Honorable mention, we'll throw that away because once you get to honorable mention, people are getting honorable mention just because someone's like throwing them in there. Like, let's be honest about it. Honorable mention doesn't really hold as much weight as the teams do. And this is why the basketball one was so exclusive, because in football, there's 11 spots. In baseball, there's nine. In basketball, there's five spots. So if you're on that first team, that essentially means that you are the best at your position in that area, whatever that area entails. That's high praise. It doesn't matter if we're talking about your city, your district, your region. Like, it doesn't matter what the amount is. If you were on a tournament, if you were in a tournament, and the tournament had four teams in it, and you made the first team, all tournament team, that means that out of probably 50 kids, you were top five. So the basketball, um, postseason or post whatever award, that team is coveted. What's happened today in the everybody gets a trophy world that we live in in this, in this Everybody needs to be patted on the back and told how good they are. Society that we live in, in this pacification of of, of winning or being dominant or being celebrated for your accomplishments properly. We have diluted these teams. We've diluted them. We've diluted them to to the point where nobody even knows nobody even knows if a first team is really a first team in today's society a lot of the first teams that's like the first and the second team all crunched into one can someone please make it make sense to me how you can have an an all whatever team and a first team and the first team have more than five people on it when there's only five people on the court. How can you have a first team where you don't celebrate everybody that's on the court in the first team because you got so many people on there that it, it, it who are you going to choose to start? See, look, here's the way I look at it. The first hustle started here. Hey, we're going to take the player of the year and we're going to remove the player of the year from the first team. So now you just made a five man team, a six man team. And then somewhere along the line, somebody said, well, you know, let's let's give more than just two guards. Let's give three or four guards and. Three or four forwards and maybe two centers. And now all of a sudden we have 10 people on a first team. So then what happens? Your second team gets diluted. And now you've got guys who were just guys. They were Jags. Guys who were Jags, just another guy. That's what Jag means. You have guys who were Jags who are getting postseason awards. Who then their head gets inflated that they got a postseason award when they really didn't uh, uh, didn't deserve a postseason award, and then guess what? That doesn't motivate them to work harder because they're not built like that these days. That doesn't motivate them to go higher. That that to them that resonates as if they've made it, as if they're secure. I saw a kid make first team all area over a kid who made first team all state. Somebody make it make sense. If you're one of those people who like to give out trophies for everything, answer me this. If everybody's good, then who's good? If everybody's good, then who's good? If everybody deserves a trophy, then how do we distinguish those who really deserve a trophy? If everybody deserves a trophy, how do we distinguish those who really deserve a trophy? Because if we're giving everybody these awards, and we're not even getting it right when we give the awards out, then what's the point of giving out the award? Hey, you know what? At least if I only give out a starting five, then you can't really argue my five because you can just say I don't like his five. But you can't say that I gave, you know, six and seven and eight and nine awards out and then I still missed out on somebody. But if I gave out five and I missed out on somebody, you can understand it's only five. I say this because I'm seeing way too much of the um of, of the guys getting to celebrate their postseason awards. But then when I look at how many people have postseason awards, there's so, so many people that it makes me wonder who the real ones are and while I can't while I can't like solve the world's problems, I can do something about where I am. And so I know that you know in in, in my area there are a few a few levels, a few regions and I'm picking I'm picking postseason awards. I'm picking postseasons. So our 4A region, I'll pick a first team. Our 3A region, which is going to be impossible to do, I'll pick a first team. I'll do it. Since the rest of you seem to be too afraid to name the real five people that should get these awards... Because y'all want to give awards to extra people, I'll do it. I'll give you my first. I'll give you my starting five. I'll give you my next five. I'll give you a first and second team. 10 solid. Stay tuned for that. That's going to be fun. But I mean I mean I, oh, goodness. The moment they started putting the utility player into um into football the first team was the moment I knew that we were going to start having more than 11 players celebrated for a first team. They started adding a utility guy. Like really? In my mind, I was going as bad enough that y'all were adding special, like the special teams return man as an extra, like an extra spot. 'Cause, Cause most times That could just be one of your, but no, I was like, okay, I'm willing to admit you might need a special teams returner. The same way you have a kicker, the same way you have a punter, I can admit you might need a special teams returner. Then y'all started making utility players. I was like, what? Utilities? Utilities? Like, how? How utilities, where did utilities come in at? So, for me, I'm going to pick those guys. Like, when you see my five, you're only seeing five. And the next five you see, the next five you see, that'll be the second team. Because that's how it should be. All the time. I hope everybody enjoyed the Super Bowl. Um, and, and now the realization sits, sets in that you're going to be without football for a little bit. But we do have spring football starting. And I'm looking forward to it. I know some of you may not, but I am. And you'll be annoyed by me talking about it. Why? Because that's what we're here for. Happy Monday. Enjoy the, the things that you love, love the things that you love, and make sure you take some time to love yourself because who's going to love you like you? Nobody. Ladies and gentlemen, that's Talk Spicy. I'm Coach Gene Clemens. We do this thing a few times a week. Rate the show, comment, agree, disagree. Whatever you do, keep it spicy. Five-star ratings are appreciated. If you're joining me on the YouTube channel, you know what to do. Like, subscribe. We'll see you next time. Peace.